episode 115, Open Mic Night. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The Games We Play with Brian and Chris. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, tabletops, RPGs, miniatures, but always about the games we play. I'm your co-host and co-founder of The Games We Play, Brian, and with me this week is my co-host, Emily, my wife. I'm Emily. And welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for listening and tuning in. We really do appreciate it if you're a first-time listener. Well, thank you for trying this out. Uh, hopefully you can make it through the whole episode. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's great. Um, we, knew, we do appreciate it. All right. So this is episode 115 of the games we play. We're going to be talking about some games today as, um, I mean, as the name implies to the podcast, <laughs> like we do every week for the last 114 episodes. <laughs> now this time we will switch it up. I'm just joking. We're going to be talking about equestrian uh, writing. We're going uh, to be talking about topic. our kitchen delight. <laughs> what? I mean, never mind. I'm, that came out wrong. All right, then. Um, <laughs> that so... came out completely wrong. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah. So, uh... we're going to be talking about games. Um, we uh, So, before we get into that, we did upgrade our, upgrade our gaming area. And uh, we have a mini fridge now down here. Uh, well, it's a wine fridge. Or a beverage fridge. It's a beverage fridge. I don't think you can call it just a mini fridge. This isn't college. This it's like the same kind of fridge that Corey has actually in his basement. But yeah, it's stocked up right it's now. Fancy. It's fancy. So we are gonna we're I think we're gonna place an order for some custom koozies that yeah. say Gilbert Game Cavern. Oh gosh. Or should it say Gilbert Game Caverns? Or <laughs> Gilbert game catacombs. What? Dungeon crawler, dungeon masters. <laughs> You're gonna get custom artwork like burnt in letters and yes. wood. <laughs> While we're at it, let's we'll get a big chalk wall and then just get... the koozies. We should go ahead and get some custom glassware, <laughs> etched glass <laughs> for like the you know in the last year. Three times we had people over to play hey, orchids. We're turning that around. We're gonna start having more people over. Because my bush light here really needs to get upscaled. It really uh, does. I need a fancy koozie. Speak with this for bush yourself. Latte. I speak for yourself. I drink wine and chick drinks. Chick drinks. <laughs> Oh, brother. Uh, so, yeah, that's going on. Apparently, Emily's trying to name our gaming area <laughs> in the basement. If you, if, you have, if you have a lot of time on your hands and you want to think about what we should call our game room. <laughs> if you have a lot of time on your hands. You know, when you're driving down the road and thinking about the podcast in our basement. I know that we're on the top of your mind. <laughs> Constantly. Send us all your ideas. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, Emily wanted me to say live from the studios. <laughs> no, live from the Gilbert Game Cavern. Oh, boy. All right, so that's what's going on in my health. I mean, week uh, weekend this week. <laughs> um, oh, boy. <laughs> Emily has not partaken in that wine. No, <laughs> I haven't. I am completely sober. All right. This is just me. 
<laughs> this is what uh, getting excited for school starting next week looks like. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> only a short amount of time until we get there. Uh, we're almost there. We're almost there. All right. Well, I hope everybody had a great week. Ours was kind of busy getting ready for the, with the last week of uh, summer. A lot of outside time at the, a, the park. A lot of outside time and a lot of games of push. <laughs> A lot of and games quicks. of push and quicks. Yeah. Yep, I got those in this week. <laughs> hey, we're just trying to help you reach your game goal. I guess so. He's obsessed with this game. It's it's pretty funny. Yeah. All right. Well, we did get to play some games we're going to talk about here. Emily, anything else you want to talk about before we move on? Nope. Okay, cool. All right. Let's go ahead and move on and talk about what's been on our table this week. All right, so what's been on our table, a segment where we talk about, well, games that have been on our table. All right, Emily, do you want to go ahead and start and talk about a game we played? Sure. Well, because of the whole kidney stone saga. <laughs> the whole thing. The whole thing. I missed playing one of my topish games in July. Yep. So we were able to get in one of them this last week, and we had Concordia on the table, which we realized this was only our third time playing it. My third, your second, I think, right? No, my third time. My fourth. Anyway. It matters. Oh, we love this game. (laughs) (laughs) We forgot how much we loved it. And that's exactly why I wanted to make this list of topish games. Well, it's probably because the last time we played it was August 7th of 2020. Right. That's (laughs) what I'm saying. It's been a while. It's been over a year. Yeah. Yeah. It had been. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. So, for those of you who don't know, Concordia is a um, resource management and hand management, I guess. <laughs> hand management. No. Never mind. I ruined that mechanic for you, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you need to phone a friend. Phone a friend. <laughs> yeah, so uh, in Cor- Concordia, the idea of this game is uh, the build cities across the map uh, that allow you to get more resources. Um, and you do that using settler. I think are they called settlers? Are they called settlers? What are they called? Settlers, I think. No, no, they're not called settlers. But I don't remember what they're called. Diplomat? No, colonists. Colonists. Oh boy. Uh oh, we're gonna get canceled. Um, so you you move around colonists around the board either in the form on land or through the sea because you you get these little meeple boats. It's kind of kind of precious. Anyway, um. And you're uh, you, you basically on your turn, you just get to play a card from your hand. It's one of those games where you play cards down and they stay in a discard pile until you play an, uh, a specific card from your hand, which allows you to refresh your hand, i.e. you get to pick up the whole uh, deck of discards uh, cards and put them in your hand and it refreshes it. So now you can play those cards again. Um, and that's uh, it's pretty simple gameplay from that standpoint. I mean, your only decision is what card should I play and then what should I do with the action? Because each card kind of gives you an action uh, to do so Fairly simple, I think, uh, with the mechanics. And there's uh, abilities to get new cards. So there's new cards that come out that are upgraded. And those kind of play into the victory point conditions. Because each card is a part of a... I think they call it like a house. It's like a uh, uh, like a god uh, from mythology. You know, like... Greek Saturn. mythology. Yeah, I think so, right? I believe so. Because like Jupiter and Saturn and... Mars and whatnot. Anyway, neither here or there, but they all have uh, very unique scoring conditions that are usually related to the cards. So, I mean, one of the houses give you victory points at the end of the game per card of how many um, colonists you were able to get out on the board, maximum of 
six that you can get out there. Uh, but those cards uh, themselves give you an action to spend resources and get more colonists out there. So they kind of play into each other. And um, yeah, and so the game just goes until cards run out or everybody, uh, until somebody builds their 15th city and then the game ends and then you do your victory points. And um, it's a fairly simple game. I mean, uh, there's a lot of components. It, it might seem a little complex at, at start, but it's a it's a fun game. It is really fun. I really like this game because, well, I do like picking the card for your action for that for your turn, and then I like collecting the resources. I like that you can get resources in different ways. I like that it kind of feels like Settlers of Catan, only there's a lot less luck involved and more strategy because you're choosing your placements of where you want your settlements. And I like that there's like a new map. There's a different map for two players as opposed to more than two players so that... Yeah. And it's pretty well balanced, I think. You still get the same gameplay feeling. Yeah. It's a great two-player game, which... A lot of those Euro style games are not great two player games. They're either really good two player, not multiplayer, or they're really good multiplayer and not really two player games. Right. So I feel like they take care of that problem from the beginning and yep. offer you a new map. It's very well balanced. Uh, depending on the player count, you have different sets of decks that you add, include in. Um, so it balances it well there for player count and, and longevity, not to mention the size of the map. and. And spots and everything. Yeah, it, it does do a really good job, I think. I like that there's multiple ways to win. Mm -hmm. You never feel stuck. Yeah. You almost feel as though there's multiple things you can do on yes. your turn to accomplish what you want to do. And there is an emphasis on thinking ahead, like one or two turns. Because you really need to set yourself up sometimes with some of the cards, right? Mm -hmm. uh, because some of the cards give you or give you ability to give you resources. Well, you're going to use those resources on a future turn on a different card to settle and create more, build more cities and stuff. Um, so there's definitely emphasis on thinking ahead. Right. And there's also the diplomat card where you can copy someone else's action card that they just played, which is a really nice strategy to use so that you don't have to waste all of your cards. Yeah. And, and using that efficiently and when you pull the trigger on that is really uh, makes a lot of sense just because once you play it, it's gone until you pick up your whole deck again, which Sometimes feels like a waste of a turn. I mean, it just gives you a little money and that's it. Um, opposed to a lot of your other cards give you a lot more value. So there's always this weighing of when I should reset my deck or keep going. Um, and the order that you can do it to keep it most efficient. So um, I really enjoy this game. Uh, it, does, it, the, it still, I think, goes down as probably the one <laughs> worst board game box covers. Oh, I was going to say that was one of the highlights of the game, the box cover. Are you kidding me? <laughs> are you are you joking? I'm so joking. Okay, well, oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 whoever made the cover, I'm sorry. Don't it's, judge a game by its cover. It's just kind of cringy. And you look at the cover and you're like, oh, like, what's this game about? And then it ends up being really good. Uh, I would say the ratio to... The uh, the box cover versus how good of a game it is. This probably takes the cake for that 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 scale. But. I'm gonna cosplay her sometime. Oh boy, <laughs> with that really weird look. I don't know. It's there's something creepy about the look. How it was. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh, but there are expansions which we did pick up the Venus expansion. Uh, we haven't played that, but it does add another house, if you will, or god. So another set of 
uh, cards for that with a new map. Um, and so it adds a different scoring condition with that. And I, I think maybe another mechanic from what I read. And it's also double-sided for two players and multi. So if you do have Concordia and uh, maybe you're getting... You've played it to death or something like that. Uh, not bad. Throw in another little expansion. Uh, you can also pick up the Venus expansion and Concordia, the base game, in one big box. So it's a little more expensive, uh, but I think it's cheaper if you do that combined or if you already have Concordia, you can get the expansion. And then there's other maps too um, that you can get that don't add any gameplay, but just different maps. So a lot of variety with this one. Um, and it plays really well. I just really like it. Yeah. I would say if you if you have friends or you like uh, Settlers of Catan and looking for something a little different, um, or maybe you just like We're Euros better. and kind of like that, this is a this is a fantastic game. Yes. Whether or not you like Catan, but if you like Catan, it, I mean, it kind of gives you the feeling of it, but at the same time, it's completely different. <laughs> yeah, but kind of. I can. There's no roads. There's no roads. You do build cities. But- you build settlements. <laughs> you don't roll the dice, but you do. You, you One of the actions is turning over and producing a, what do they call it, province or something like right. that. Right, but so, instead of rolling the dice, you are in control of yeah, what resources you're Yeah, you are in control. Getting. So, yeah, thankfully there's no luck. There's there's no zero luck in this game, really. And no one's stealing your resources. No, no, not at all. Um, yeah, no take that mechanics in this either, really. Um, even if somebody well, beats you... Unless- it's, yeah. Even if somebody beats you to area, all it does is make it a little more expensive to build there. But it's it's not that big of a deal. Like, right? It's really easy to get the money uh, out, many different ways in this game. So, uh, if anything, this game always feels like abundance of choices versus a yes. a uh, scarcity of choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great one. We could talk about this a while. It's just one of those games that when we played, why have we played this again? Why did we take a year to play it? It's so good. Hence why I made my topish games list for the year. Apparently to force me to play them. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Concordia. I, I do definitely recommend it. It's a great game. A lot of fun. Um, don't let the cover scare you off. <laughs> no. I mean, seriously, go check out the cover. Like, you'll see what I mean. All right. Uh, second game we're going to talk about is a game that we, so we met up some friends at a brewery. Um, and so we, Emily's, I think the exact quote for Emily was, hey, we should pick a party game to play with them uh, when we're at the brewery. Wouldn't that be fun? And I'm like, sure. <laughs> She's like, oh, never mind. I'm like, no, I, whatever. So uh, we brought Medium, which is a party game that came out a couple years ago. Uh, it's strictly a card game. The idea of this game is you have a hand of cards that all just have a word on them. And usually there's there's different sets in the deck and each set kind of correlates a little bit more to each other. Uh, but you still have to pick out random sets and shuffle them together. So I'm not sure. Oh, it doesn't matter why they did that. It, whatever. Uh, either way, the idea is on, on your turn, your, your partner is the person on your left, and so it rotates, and you they play a card, and then you play a card from your hand that you think is similar, and the idea of this game, or why it's called medium, is that you're trying to mind meld and try to think of the same word, and so then you count down, one, two, three, and then you say, um, and by countdown, I mean three, two, one, <laughs> and then you say the word together, and if you say at the same time, you get a, you get a little token, which is worth more points, and if you don't get it, 
um, then you have to try to think of a word that matches the two words that you just said, not the original ones, but you can't repeat, repeat the original ones. And then you count down again, and then you say it. If you match, then you get a, a tier two token, which is worth less points, still, still points. And then you get a third stab at it as well. If you don't get it on the third time, then you're done. You don't get any points. Get a new card, and then it goes to the next player, in which case they are doing this with the person on their left. And it just keeps going around the, the table until you get, there's these little crystal balls you shuffle into the bottom third of the deck. And when you get all three of them, the game ends. And then you count up all the points uh, combined from the left and right, and whoever has the most wins the game. That's really the game. That's all there really is to it. I just explained. Uh, you could go play the game right now. In fact, with uh, me explaining that. And yeah, so... Um, <laughs> So maybe it was the atmosphere of which we played it um, when we, <laughs> a little side story, a little tangent here, and feel free, Emily, to fill in any gaps uh, uh, that I miss here. Uh, so we went to a local brewery uh, in our area, and this is a, I mean, it's a pretty big place. It used it to be is. an old grocery store. Grocery store. I mean, and it was a big grocery store, like really big. So they took. I think almost Tall ceilings, probably a third of the building and and half of it has all the you can see all the machinery, you know, there's like glass. I mean, it's your typical stereotypical brewery and then they have a big bar, but it is tall metal ceilings. There's real and it's like cement floors. There is no acoustics in this place no. whatsoever. There isn't a, a soft surface in this whole place that would absorb any sound whatsoever. So this is the perfect place then to have open night. My or any kind of music Open or anything. Mic night. Uh, yeah, this is the perfect venue for that because, you know, the acoustics are so good. So that night in particular, I guess, was stand-up comedy night where <laughs> anybody could, you know, put your name in a jar and go up and Anyone. do some open night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we were... How far in front of the stage were we? Ten feet. Yeah, we were not that far away from this you couldn't hear a thing like it was well, just like it sounded like yeah, it was literally like whoa, 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 and then whoa, once in a while whoa. you hear like an f word or something you could hear that for some reason but yeah they like anything. shouted that <laughs> um, it was but let me paint you the picture here of the it was an interesting assortment of uh of of gentlemen um <laughs> uh, that uh looked like maybe I, you know i don't want to be mean here i don't know it it doesn't matter what they looked like. I'm just it was awkward amateur hour. I don't know. Well, I mean, what by definition, mean? they it are is. amateurs. It, it was just weird. Like, it was weird. And what you could catch on some of them, it wasn't very good. It, well, it, would, it would be like comedy. I would try, or as I was telling one of my friends, it was like from Marshall from How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Mother. How about fish in their names? <laughs> Pike. The sound, <laughs> the sound quality was definitely working against them, and it was just a random night. I don't know. Anyway, all the people that were in there were the bartenders, the six of us, and then these guys, and that's it. This whole <laughs> open place, and so they're just really just doing stand up to themselves, themselves, and we're in like the middle of the room playing, trying to play games <laughs> on the table. <laughs> We probably should have moved. In hindsight, we should have. It's not like there were that many places. Like, chosen a different table, I guess. I don't know. They were all just in this Well, all area, the other tables so... were kind of small. Right. right. They couldn't fit. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. So that's what's setting it in place. It was interesting. <laughs> 
That's the setting we're playing this. I, I'm not sure this game is a big hit. And, well, we going into it, I thought it might be a fun game because we were going with couples. So, you know, and we're all married. So I thought maybe it might be a good game like for each couple to play, but it didn't necessarily work like that. I'm not salty about losing, but... But you are. <laughs> I can see your salt flakes from here. Oh, ew. <laughs> That's just dandruff. That's kind of mean. Gross. I'm just kidding. I don't he, have dandruff. He does not have dandruff. Um, <laughs> I'm a hairstylist. I would take care of it. Uh, for another week. But um, the, I'll still have my license. Thank the, you very much. Anyway, so the problem with this game is if you play with anybody you don't know or somebody on your team is a partner that you don't know, it's going to go horribly because the like the couples that were playing together for the most part were 50-50 or above. And in the case of this one couple, like, 80 or 90 percent right um well then i was teamed up with this one guy that like i mean i knew him but we're not close or like necessarily like great friends it, i think we got one once maybe and right. that was after somebody said anyway it's neither here or there i'm just saying that's been my experience with this game and i would think a party game is a game i would think that works with any player count, and usually more people, the better, typically, and that it really doesn't have a specific audience that you need to play with to have be fun, right? Right. There are some more party games, like Social Deduction and some story-ish type games that, you know, the more people are creative or goofy, the more fun it is, but still... Even word type games like just one, and you can kind of play with any audience, and everybody has fun regardless of how well you know people. And I think that's where this one fails a little bit because I've played this a lot of times in the past, and it is a lot of fun when you play with friends that you everybody kind of knows, and there's inside jokes and can be jokes around them. But then when you get that random person that maybe has only been in the group a couple times or never played with the group or kind of just casually knows people you're going to have a bad time because that person's going to feel awkward and weird i don't know there's no better way to have stick out of like a sore thumb than play this game with a bunch of people that know each other really well uh that's my problem with this i guess and it's just not as it, like in theory on paper it kind of sounds neat and maybe kind of fun but it, the execution, I don't know, for some reason, it's fallen flat too many times with this game that I'm not a terribly big fan of it. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Em? Yeah. The first time we played it, well, this is only my second time playing. The first time we played it was actually with Chris and Corey and their wives and us. And so you guys are all really good friends. And then the wives obviously... Any, anyway, it went better the first time we played it. <laughs> this uh, for sure. Yes, this second time, yeah, it did kind of fall flat. I felt kind of bad because I'm the one that picked it, and I didn't necessarily think about that. Not like some people not knowing each other. So it's your fault. No, I'm so yes, it is my fault. But I don't know. I... Well, and I do think like a a good party game should be be should be able to be played with people that don't know each other because most of the quote-unquote parties we're going to, I mean, we might know the host, but we don't necessarily know everyone else that's going to be there. Right. And so, yeah, I like games where you can play with people you don't know so that you it helps you get to know them better. Yeah. Which this game doesn't do. 
<laughs> it almost makes it worse. It makes an awkward situation more awkward. <laughs> you mean the awkward situation with the comedians <laughs> and the and then, bombing and nobody's laughing? Even the other stand-up guys aren't laughing at the jokes either. <laughs> like, it was awkward. It was really weird. Yeah, so... And then they got done, you know, they were pulling names out, which I don't know why, because it was only them. <laughs> There's only, like, seven of them. Yeah. And so they got done, I'm like, ooh, good, finally, it can be quiet. <laughs> and then they all went onto the stage and, and did and improv then, together. They did, like, <laughs> whose line is it anyway, improv style, <laughs> all of them, and then we were the only ones outside, the bartenders, and we were obviously ignoring them and doing our own thing. It was so weird. <laughs> But they were laughing at themselves, so that's good. <laughs> well, that's good. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, it was just a, just a random Tuesday night. <laughs> I don't know. Wednesday. It was a random Wednesday night. <laughs> anyway. Well, I guess I'll have to prepare some stand-up for <laughs> next time. <laughs> anyway. I guess know your crowd when you're p- playing this game. Or don't play this or game. Or don't play the game. Choose a different game. Play a better party game. A different party game. Just one is great. Yeah, but th- there's always a player count on that. And that yeah. same thing with just, I don't know. I know. It's still a word game. I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, that's the games we're going to talk about. Unless we want to talk about push and quick some more. <laughs> I think we've beaten those to death. Yeah, we did. All right. Let's move on and talk about some love and hate. Right, love and hate, a segment where we talk about something we love and we hate. Might be game or not related, just for funsies. All right, Emily, love. You got love? Yes. My love this week is... Other than me. Well, this is, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. is connected to you. Um, cordless headphones that actually fit in my ear. You actually said cordless? Or <laughs> Bluetooth headphones. Well, I mean, technically, Bluetooth is cordless. Well, they cordless. are cordless. <laughs> Okay, boomer. <laughs> Tell me you're old without telling me that you're old. Well, you are almost 40, so. <laughs> no, I am not. <laughs> I mean, she can round up, so. Anyway, Brian ordered me these new <laughs> cordless Bluetooth <laughs> headphones. And I always really, really struggle with headphones staying in my ears. And he <laughs> found these extra well, did you have to order them separately? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me explain this. So, a little background for people. Um, so, <clears throat> like normal earbuds of any kind, corded or non, <laughs> they come with those rubber uh, type dealios that you put on it, right? And usually comes with three sizes, right? So, um, Emily's always had some troubles with earbuds of corded and uncorded. <laughs> Of them staying in her ear. And so uh, this this brand uh, makes these, uh, they're almost they're almost like uh, earplugs. I don't know if anybody's ever used those like foam type earplugs where, you know, you kind of roll, uh, roll it and then you put it in your ear and then it expands and it makes a good seal. Um, they're a little softer, but at the same time is good at making a seal and, and making uh, it uh, soundproof and stuff like that. Anyway, so they had those and they were on sale. And so they came in three sizes. And so I got that thinking, oh, this might be a good solution for Emily because she always has troubles, had them not staying in. Maybe this makes a good form and like keeps them in. So 
So it's been like a week or two, and finally today she's like, hey, about those ones you got me. And so I got them out, and I put the, the smallest ones in on it. And she goes to put it in her ear. <laughs> and I look, and it's barely sitting on her ear. I'm like, you got to like sh- shove it into the ear canal. I mean, that's what they're supposed to do is go in the ear canal. And sh- she literally, the, the smallest one, uh, it's too big for a year. <laughs> I can like just feel it sliding out. <laughs> she has baby sized ear canal sized ears, apparently. <laughs> I was afraid that we're going to have to order something. I don't know. I, I just spent like a good, good amount of money and she couldn't fit them. So I'm like, oh boy. So I actually get the box out of it and pull out the baggie with all the little rubber ones. And it actually came with six different sizes. And sure enough, in the packaging, there's this small one that looks like it's for children. I, I mean, I've never seen earbuds this small before. <laughs> It's half the size of a dime. It's probably like three millimeters, maybe two millimeters across. It it's basically as big as the speaker on the earbud. That's it. Like it's not very big whatsoever. So we put it on. Voila! Guess what? It fits. It finally fits. Finally, I tight- have headphones to stay in my ears. It's amazing. Those it's co- life. Those cordless changing. <laughs> those cordless Bluetooth headphones. Are those still a tight fit too? I, well, yeah, they're snug, but it, it, I mean, at least they're not, at least I can't feel them sliding out of my ear. I'm telling you guys, baby size ear canals. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would say probably our son has bigger ear canals than I do. Oh, I, I guarantee you he does. <laughs> I, I 100% guarantee. I'm just saying, it's amazing to finally have some that will actually stay in my ear. Welcome to the 21st This has been century. a lifelong journey. <laughs> I mean, you could have bought earbuds back when you were a kid and they'd still fit. <laughs> well, I did. I had some that I found on clearance <laughs> at Target and then they broke. Back in the day when I used to run all the time, those were my favorite ones. Back in her 20s. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. But they broke, and I think, well, yeah, they I, I used them a lot, and then they broke, and I've never had any sense that fit in my ear. This is, that's why I stopped running. That's her love. That's her love. Thus, my love is cordless Bluetooth headphones. <laughs> so now I can start running again. <laughs> oh, is that what was holding you back? Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm just joking. Until she realizes she has to still take her phone and then. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. My love, it's football week officially. Well, I mean, when you hear this, it's football what? week. <laughs> we finally are out to college college football. And for those, our friends in Australia and New Zealand, because we actually have quite a few listeners out there. Um, it's American rules football. Uh, college football starts, not uh, NFL. Um, I mean, NFL's meh. College is the where it's at, and uh, big fans in Nebraska, so diehard fan. We start out this next week on the 28th, 28th, so uh, looking forward to that. It's always a great time of the year, fabulous time of the year. <laughs> I'm excited. I am I mean, I may or may not have been watching hype-up videos on YouTube this morning. Uh, <laughs> I heard them. <laughs> 
I may or may not like go back and rewatch games, full games on from YouTube that people post this week. It's it's kind of what I do. Uh, and if we had Netflix, I'd probably be watching Last Chance You just to get hyped up. Um, let's go on to my hate, which is college football season. How dare you? I'm just joking. What's your hate? Small ear canal. <laughs> All right, small ears. What's your what's your hate? My hate this week is when your child decides he's going to have a craft session <laughs> over and over and over <laughs> without cleaning up the previous craft session. And he just starts making crafts on top of crafts on top of crafts. Craftception. I mean, I I'm proud of his creativity, and I'm glad that he's into that. But shredding straws with scissors, and then also, okay, he does have this electricity kit where, where he can make circuits and make a fan go, but then he decides to cut paper with the fan. Like a blunt plastic fan that does not move very fast. There are straws and papers, and, and then he also... Went outside and got rocks from the sidewalk to put in his cement mixer so his construction site was real. So now on our living room floor, (laughs) there's rocks and straw pieces and papers. It's a whole thing. That's why I got you a dust buster for your birthday. (laughs) I don't know. I'm just kidding. I don't know if I want to like be sucking up rocks with the dust buster. I'm just kidding. Again, super awesome creativity, but <laughs> what a mess. Can get on your nerves at times. Uh, yeah. <laughs> when he's trying to cut paper with a fan. <laughs> and the worst is when I was trying to take a nap and all you hear is... <laughs> Just think of a little plastic thing like hitting a piece of paper and then like the fan like stopping because it's... It's too much resistance, and then he backs off of it, and it's more of it. <laughs> hey, it kept him busy for like an hour and a half, though. <laughs> so, speaking of our son, love him to death, but my hate <laughs> is going to the park. I almost chose that one. <laughs> I've been to that park so many times this week for so many hours. <laughs> oh, my word. <sighs> That park. <laughs> Frisbee, basketball, playground. <laughs> it's been a nice week, though. It was actually it pretty cool. Nice. It hasn't been terribly hot. The yes. one day was pretty hot, but. I know it's good for him to get all of his energy out. Yeah, but when you have like allergies and something <laughs> out, and then the next day, just from the sun and the allergies, you're just dead tired and yes. so then the night comes and you're so tired that we don't hard, we can't we don't play games because all i want to do is go to sleep and i'd be afraid that i'd fall asleep while playing the game but then you take algae medicine sometimes then you wake up i mean relatable i don't know maybe it's just it's a cycle it's a vicious cycle it's a whole thing it's a whole thing it's a whole thing for it sure is. we love being parents <laughs> but there's a few things <sighs> good times all right well anyway yeah. that's my hate so yeah. uh <laughs> Hope everybody else is going well. (laughs) 
All right. Well, that's our love and hate for this week. Hope everybody's doing well this week. Let's move on to outro. All right. Well, that's going to wrap up the show for this week. Uh, school's finally getting back to session. Emily's yeah. almost done with work. Uh, things are going to start normalizing. Maybe we have a little more energy. <laughs> <laughs> so that'll be good, I think. Hopefully. Yes, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that'll be good. Hopefully everybody's else week is going well and everybody's wrapping up their summers. Hopefully everybody had a good time, been playing some games. Uh, if you have any questions, comments, feel free to reach out to us. Uh, thank you, really, honestly, for listening. We do appreciate it, uh, especially you New Zealanders. I think we're on, like, number 198 over there for <laughs> New Zealand for hobby wow. podcasts. Yeah, kind of a big deal. So, um, yeah, we feel free to subscribe, like, whatever your podcast app. It just it does help with some visibility and getting us out there. Um, but we just like doing this, having fun. So anything else you want to add, Emily, before we we take off? Again, if you find yourself with nothing to do and you're thinking of what we should name our game room, please feel free to message us. Make this a top priority, please. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are going to get Feast for Odin in this week, so that should be that should be fun. It's on the table. Oh man, it's gonna be it's gonna be an adventure. Looking forward to it. Yes, All we will do it. <laughs> yeah, we will. All right. Well, thanks again for tuning in and making it this far. Uh, next week, we'll be back with Chris and I, and we'll be uh, episode 116. But until then, hope you have a wonderful week, play some games, and we'll be back next week. From the games we play, I'm Brian. And I'm Emily. And keep on gaming. Join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at GamesWePlayPod and at GamesWePlayPod at gmail.com.